Hi, YouTube. All right. <coughs> Salutations and shit, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Travel and Shit, your new favorite travel podcast where we have a discussion more about the experience of travel as opposed to the destination. So if you're new, welcome. That's what the fuck the show is about. If you've been here, appreciate you coming back. Um, so as you can see, and if you can't see, that means you haven't been watching um, on the YouTubes. I've got another hoodie today. I am really excited about this one. I wasn't really sure at first how I felt about it, um, the logo being this high up, but for uh, visual purposes, considering you can't see like my whole torso, this works. So those of you that can't see, run in the middle, basic gray hoodie, but the kid loves it. There's travel and shit merch, so you too can walk the streets, um, repping your favorite podcast. And... Um, I love it. It just feels good to have it on my body. I also have on a pair of uh, travel shit sweaty pants. The sweatpants are all embroidered and they all have pockets because pockets. I don't understand why women's pants don't um, have extensive pockets like men do. I get the whole pocketbook thing. I guess it's all marketing. Anyway, I'm supposed to not be doing the rambling thing in the beginning. but So there's merch. Head over to travelandshippodcast.com. Hit uh, the shop option and check out all the, uh, you know, the things that I spent a couple of uh, of my waking moments um, putting together. I like it. I enjoy it. And it is there for you to peruse. Also, um, join the mailing list. This way you can stay up to date with all things Travel and Shit Podcast. And you can join the mailing list by also going to travelandshitpodcast.com. So, Yeah. That is the intro. This week, so I wanted to try something new, right? This is going to be kind of short, and I am essentially talking, uh, not essentially, I'm going over my um, favorite pivots that I've seen in the past couple of months because we've been, I don't want to say everyone because a lot of us have not, um, been fortunate to be able to enjoy downtime and still get a check. Um, so I know everyone has different um, scenarios or situations. And, you know, honestly, I just hope everybody's doing good. But many of us have had some extra time home uh, from work. And with that time, we've come up with a lot of different pivots and a lot of different um shifts so that we can one entertain ourselves and then as travelers find a way to kind of get that travel feel without actually making um hey terry without making the actual travel jump so oh shit that's what i forgot to put on there um i had it on the other list this is what happens when you have two lists see i was prepared and then i didn't realize that i guess i over prepared so, I lied. It's not three. There were four. So, all right. Jumping in. First one. Shifting to digital platforms. So, this is a two-part one, but I'm kind of breaking it into two different areas. The first one I'm going to go for 
um, basically the whole Zoom situation, right? Now, the catch with the Zoom is that I don't really mean that I've loved all of the the Zooms that have been going on. However, I've loved certain uh, groups in particular that have done a really, really good job of giving us an opportunity to still have a level of connection with other like-minded people, people that are into the same things that we're into. And although we can't necessarily be in the same room as each other, because a lot of seminars and events and, um, you know, the different um, programs that you would go to in real life, if you will, have been canceled, paused. I know that I was actually actually like this close um, to buying tickets for Audacity Fest because they were going to be in New York this year. I don't know if they're there every year, but I know they're in New York this year, so I was actually going to buy tickets, but I didn't. And considering the world that we're in now, they ended up transferring um, and doing it online. So I mentioned this when I did the episode with um, Martinique. Um, I absolutely love what No Madness has done with their um, Audacity Digifest. Like, it has been such a great platform, and the hopping platform that they are using, excellent, excellent, excellent. I can't, of all the different digital events that I've gone to, that has been my, um, the ones on Hopin' have been the best. Um, so I've got to say that it has absolutely given me the opportunity to connect with people that I would assume to be the type of people that I would run into while going um, abroad. So the people that I would end up being on a Airbnb experience with or, you know, just running into at a bar or something when you all of a sudden start speaking to somebody and people hear your voice and they say, oh, she's American. Let me go make friends. So these are the same type of people that I would expect to meet abroad, but I'm able to still connect with them online. Another person, and I want to say Cecilia has used um, Hopin platform as well, but I'm not certain because I wasn't able to make her event. But I know um, Cecilia I'm trying to remember what her IG is, but I'll add it to the show notes. She did such a really, really great job. Um, I heard such good things from, um, you know, women that were a part of it. And I'm really just excited about all the um, opportunities that she's giving women to uh, connect with each other. And I know she used um, Hopin. And what I'm excited to say, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast before, but... Wanda of our, what was it, episode, where did I write it down? 81, Black Women Travel with Wanda, a Black Women Travel Podcast. So it's one of my favorite um, travel podcasts that I listen to. I don't listen to myself. I listen to other people discuss travel. Um, Wanda has a great podcast, so definitely check out Black Women Travel Podcast. But um, what's up, Alan? I also um, am a sponsor for her Rally and Rejoice which she is presenting through her International Black Women Travel Jubilee organization is going to be a um, a three-day seminar. And it's 
broken up really nicely. It's like two or three hours on three Sundays in um, October. So of the uh, three Sundays, the event is basically designed to, um, I guess, help women that are deciding to make that jump in moving abroad. And a couple of things that I, I get, like I mentioned so far, I actually am going to go into more detail or at least bring up again. But that's one of the um, the plat the digital seminars that I'm really excited for. I'm actually a sponsor for that. And it is a group of you. Do you have to know you can buy tickets? I'm going to list my um, link also in the descriptions. You can buy uh, you can save $20 on any ticket option. So that'll be in the description if you are interested. It's essentially a platform for women to come together and get really, really good information. Because if you Consider the difference between living someplace and visiting someplace. Sometimes you miss little things here and there that can make your transition to living abroad a little bit easier. Um, And she's got a lot of really great speakers that aren't just talking about moving abroad, but also moving into the space of a digital entrepreneur. So if you are looking to um, learn more about your different options in being um, available to earn income, from working online, that's another option and another uh, area that they're going to be speaking on. So those, I think I mentioned three so far, have been my personal favorites, um, all led by black women. So um, shout out to us. Uh, We out here doing all the things, but um, we are just so magical. But we, those have been my favorite three that I have either experienced, have been involved in, or am looking uh, forward to. So I think that we've all been kind of zoomed out a lot of people, and I get it. But I promise you, if you, I don't want to say restrict yourself to, but I promise if you are sure to use or be engaged in the ones that are better aligned with things that you're interested in or actually have, um, um, I guess, a directed conversation, you'll likely have a better experience. I know I had joined a Zoom birthday party, and as much as I love the friend whose birthday it is, I don't know all of their friends. So listening to a bunch of other people have conversations that you're not a part of, it's kind of like, well, that's why I'm here. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like having um, a group FaceTime and you're not really talking to anybody in the FaceTime. It doesn't, they, it doesn't connect, at least for me and the way I like to have conversations. Like if I'm not engaged in the conversation, because it's one thing to listen to other people talk about something that I'm interested in. And it's a different thing to listen to other people talk because I'm interested in them. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I don't want to be the fly on the ro- on the, the fly on the wall, and I kind of feel like for a lot of us, that's kind of what I won't say a lot of us, but bullshit, yeah. I feel like at this point, we've all kind of been on at least one that we ain't really want to be on. With that being said, I think that if you actively look for opportunities to engage with groups of people who are um, going to be hey Tay who are going to be um, 
discussing things that you want to be engaged in, whether or not you are an active participant in the conversation or if you are just um, interested in listening to other people have the conversation. And also, I think what um, I would be amiss not to say or to, I guess, repeat is that one of the things that really allowed me to enjoy the um, Audacity Fest um, presentations, if you will, is that there is a really great... I guess it's a comment section or the space where you go like a chat and you're able to connect with other people. So it's like, although the main speakers are having their discussion, whether or not it's one person having uh, doing like a masterclass or whatever the fuck it is they're doing, you have the one person speaking, but then you're able to connect with everybody else that's there watching the same thing. And for me, that has been the best part because I'm able to link up with people that, I wouldn't have known, or you'd be surprised how many people, well, I've been surprised how many people I've seen from some of the Facebook groups that I really enjoy are also present in these discussions. Same thing with like um, IG lives. So, oh, my mom just joined my live. Hi, mama. As you can see, I'm recording. Um, so, as I'm saying here, the, um, uh, what do you, oh my God, daughter just got her birthday gift. So, um, See, girl, I was saying hi, and I lost my train of thought. Um, the ability to discuss with people in the chat what's going on has really made for a much more enjoyable experience for me. So they can be discussing something. Oh, the people that I have I often see in the Facebook groups that I'm in, also in um, either IG Lives, I've joined and um, really gotten into some people that do uh, weekly lives around the same time every week. I've enjoyed watching those. And um, same with these um, online events. If you choose the ones that you really are interested in or that have people that you'd like to fucking talk to in them, I promise you you'll have a much better time than doing your uh, birthday Zoom and stuff like that. So the next one that I was really excited to see was Airbnb's doing... Airbnb doing digital experiences. So you know that I love a good Airbnb experience when I travel, since traveling has been, you know, um, diminished, if you will, not completely diminished, but um, decreased. Um, a lot of people have been looking to do things electronically, and I think one of the best pivots that I've personally seen has been their um, opening up a lot of different opportunities for people to do such online. Some of the ones that I've seen that I'm actually considering booking myself were at least two. There were only two. That, well, actually, partial lie. When I, I'll get to the other one. The first two were, which one was it? Here you go. Living Room Legends uh, Scavenger Hunt, and then there's a coffee masterclass. Now, I am not a coffee snob. I actually have a friend that I would probably consider a coffee snob, but she doesn't give me snob vibes at all. Diana, I'm talking about you. She and her husband have like an actual, like, I don't want to say an actual bistro in their home, but they've got like numerous coffee makers. I bet I, I would venture to say they have more, their coffee equipment probably costs more than my car. That's the kind of coffee people that they are. So love you girl. Um, I don't need, I feel like you might be able to do like a coffee uh, experience if you wanted to. However, 
that one looked kind of interesting to me, a coffee masterclass, as well as this whole scavenger hunt one. But the catch with that is I would want to do it with people that I know. And that's actually an option. So they give you the ability to kind of do, I guess, well, you know, the team working thing, like the team trust building things, like those um, events that you go to from with people from your job or if you are part of a team, team building exercises, that's better way to explain what I'm saying because that's exactly what I'm saying. They give you the opportunity to do one that has maybe like 12 people or 25 people. So you can book one of these for a team building thing. So I think here's a suggestion. If that ass is interested, put together a group of your friends and actually book something to do that you can do digitally. Even if it's something that say you haven't seen a lot of your cousins because a lot of them are in different areas or some of your cousins can't really come out because their kids may be sick or like they help take care of family members that are a little bit more immunocompromised than others. It's really, I think, a nice opportunity that hint, hint, nod, nod, wink, wink, hey, Joy, talking to you in particular. Um, I think I'm going to try to put one of those together for my cousins so that we can kind of all kick it and do something other than bullshitting through, um, you know, a essential FaceTime conversation. You know what I mean? This way we're all able to engage and do things together without people necessarily feeling left out because everything is kind of um, tailored to engage people. So I really like that idea. And they also have the option for you to do, there are a couple of replays, right? Because I was looking at the option they have with like uh, professional athletes and stuff, and a bunch of them are actually free. So the ones that are free are the replays. They have one with Tony Hawk learning new skateboard, skateboard moves, and I want to say it's like an hour long. So I don't know that you're actually able to watch the whole hour because that's not something I was willing to sit through for research purposes. But you can absolutely watch some of the replays or you can book a future one. And um, one of the ones that looked really interesting to me was a master class with Michelle. She is a uh, Olympic track runner and she's doing a hit workout and then a speaking portion and all the proceeds go to her nonprofit. And that's another one of those things that you can do as a um, team building exercise. So you can book larger groups. I looked at hers in particular because black women are everything. And she goes up to about 25 people. And if you have anything more than um, 20, I think it was 25 or 30. But if you have more people than that, she just says, just send me a message and we can figure something out. And the class, the, the price actually wasn't too bad. I think her group um, price was like 250 but if you are doing it for um, a job or something, like your job will pay for that. But, I mean, not to say that your job, like, to tell your job. Actually, you're welcome. Maybe get your job to put together something cute for y'all to do since you can't do um, Christmas parties soon because by now I feel like most uh, organizations between now and October, they should be starting to think about Christmas parties. And since we can't do big, you know, like large gatherings with people all together, here's a great alternative. So I was looking into those, and I did like that option. Um, the other one that I was looking at was the moving abroad and or not necessarily moving but relocating abroad since a lot of people have become digital, I don't want to say digital nomads, but they're able to do remote work at this point. So a lot of us have been working from home, and – God bless those of y'all that also have kids to parent during the uh, work from home process, I guess. Um, 
shit show. I know. Loving uh, my loving prayers to y'all. But if you don't necessarily, or even if you do, because I've seen it where families have picked up and relocated. So I had a homegirl who, once she realized that she was able to work from home, like she didn't have to go into her office, she ended up taking a couple of weeks and working in North Carolina. If you've got the option or if you are working from home, take the opportunity, if it's possible and safe for you, to visit family. Like you can do an extended stay with your family. You figure if you have concerns about you being sick and bringing it to somebody else or going into someone else's home and they've been sick, you can both take your tests, do whatever quarantining or shit you got to do, but you kind of got to also know who you're dealing with. Like if you're going to the Mixie Cousins' house and even though they may – settle down for that week or so to take the test and then make sure that they, you know, aren't sick so that you can go there. You kind of got to want to know, like, do you want to stay with somebody? And through the time that you're staying with them, kind of mitigate whether or not they're going to come and go and still put you at risk while you're there. Or you have the option of Maybe go seeing your parents. Maybe go see your grandparents or whomever it is that you wanted to spend more time with or that person that you would have gone to visit. If you have the opportunity to work remotely, why not take this? Like, why not take this? I don't want to say chance, but it's here. You've you've got the option and lay your cards out right. Plan it and see if it's actually something viable for you. I have another homegirl who is actually planning on making a move to Mexico. So she's kind of already gotten, I don't want to say the green light, but she already knows that she's working remotely at this point. Like she doesn't have to um, report to her place of work. And so at this point, she's putting some things in order. She's working on, you know, subletting her apartment. And as long as all these things fall into place for her, she's good to go. She can move abroad. And in terms of moving abroad, I had mentioned earlier that some of the things that I did mention actually can be useful. Again, the, I'm looking for the words right here, Black Women uh, Travel Jubilee, the Rally and Rejoice um, that Wanda is doing, that's a really good one that you can jump in on. That's going to be, it starts the week of October 4th, that Sunday. Um, I want to say that's like two weeks from now or so. But um, you can find so many resources in terms of being able to move um, to go abroad. One of the outlets that I would say has been my favorite to keep me updated and abreast of things like different countries that are reopening and stuff like that has been, um, what was it? Travel Noir. I, um, the emails that I get from them have given me a lot of updates on when things are reopening. And, um, I've got to say that I've appreciated, um, the info that I've gotten from there. I had to unsubscribe from Condé Nast, which I was for a little bit enjoying like the information that I was getting from them, but I kind of felt like they weren't really highlighting a lot of stories of color and, it just felt like I know they were they had um, done a, a list of like travel something, and I was like, out of ten or fifteen people, I feel like there was like one black person, and I was like, eh, y'all, this ain't it. Not for me. I didn't feel 
represented at all. And that's fine. They're allowed to um, list whom they want. It's not really a big deal that I didn't like it, but I unfollowed because I didn't like it. But that was another one. And I would say the top, what would be the top? One or two. Of, I'd say this comes in as number one or number two, has been the road trip. I've seen so many people taking road trips. One of my favorites, of course, has been Gabby. Uh, she did a really incredible, um, I guess you could say, loop around Virginia. I think it took her about two weeks, and she documented the whole thing because this is her job, and um, really got me to thinking, what's really keeping me here? got a car that bitch roll we good together so far and it's there are so many things that are nearby to see like I mentioned before like your own neighbor not your own neighborhood like you don't really gotta drive around the 15 block radius but and when I say neighborhood I mean within an hour an hour's drive within a two hours drive hell if you really feel an adventurous and froggy Go six hours away. What's up, G? Um, Like, you've got the opportunity. And if I say you've got the opportunity, obviously I'm speaking to you of, I'm speaking to those of you that do have the opportunity. But if you have the opportunity, you have the means. And by means, I don't necessarily mean that you have to have a car, but I mean you can have access to a car. You can rent a car. Um, Drive someplace. If you're feeling a little iffy about getting on planes, go someplace that you don't have to get on a plane to go to. You can't. You do have the option of taking a bus. You have the option of taking a train. This way, um, if for some reason that makes you feel better, I don't see really what the difference is. But, again, they are options. And I personally think that um, for me and the way my tolerance of other people's germs is set up, I'd rather just be in my car for travel. However, damn, do I mean that? I kind of feel like I'm ready. I do want to go someplace, but at the same time, like I kind of don't like, I don't know. I'm still debating how serious I am about jumping on a plane and going someplace with a beach. We'll see how the cold weather does. We'll see how that looks. And then also God willing it, this whole thing don't come crumbling down when regular flu season hits, you know? But part of what the new thing that I wanted to try was, since I've kind of told you guys what I've been excited about, uh, why I was excited about each of them, I would love for you guys to kind of have some input on what a future episode would be on. So I mentioned the shifting digital platforms, right? So in those platforms, like I, well, not in the platforms, but in that little blurb, I mentioned that I was into the No Madness Audacity Fest. I talked about Wanda with Rally and Rejoice. I talked about Cecilia, and I can't remember the name of hers, but I'll drop it in the links below. But if you would be were interested in hearing an episode with someone that has um, put together a digital fest or someone that has put together some area of um, a platform or whatever, that's the one you're going to go through. What did she say? I just flew to ATL. wasn't bad at all. Oh, my baby girl. Hi, China. Uh, shit, airport was empty. G said the uh, airport. Which one you left out of, JFK or LaGuardia? 
Um, hi, Stan. I can't see from that far because my hoodie is gray. G said, just flew to ATM, wasn't bad at all. Shit, airport was empty, and they don't let any sit in the middle three aisles. But what, um, anyone granted it was only two flights, but but where was it? Okay, you flew from JFK, but where? Um, what airline was it? Because I know not all airlines, I think, are doing that um, hold the middle middle aisle anymore. I don't know. Um, but, so a lot of the airports aren't looking too crazy. But it's not about, for me, how or what they look. I don't know. Like, in my mind, it's just, okay, it was Delta. Um, in my mind, I'm just thinking that I would be stuck in just by someone that came from an area and granted that could happen just walking up the block. You know what I mean? Like if you're in a um, heavily populated area, you never know where people are from, especially living in a city like New York, people come from everywhere. But I just would be worried about, um, cause, cause keep in mind, not everybody travels for leisure, a lot of people travel out of necessity. So my luck, it doesn't really matter how. Do they take your temperatures at the airport? So I don't know if any. If you still on air, G, um, and you flew JetBlue back, and that one was still not the third seat. Okay. Um, my only concern is that not everybody travels for leisure, so it's not like everybody that's in the airport has taken a COVID test and they know that they're you know not experiencing any illness and they just decide to go someplace. Sometimes you know you're sick, but you still have to go someplace. So as long as there's nobody stopping you from going, like, for example, if where you're going doesn't require you to take a COVID test prior, like, who's to say that you're not out here in these airport streets, uh, you know, with a backpack full of COVID? And I don't mean a backpack full of COVID, literally. I just mean that you're sick and you could get me sick. Um but that being said, my concern is for, okay, yeah. My concern is, I, I, it's not necessarily me getting sick. It's of me getting somebody else sick is what worries me. Um, crazy part, they say they was going to take temperature, but it, I didn't definitively see it happen unless they was hitting. Yeah, I don't think that they, oh, um, okay. So if they were hitting scanners, like if when you're going through like security clearance or metal detectors or whatever, they're also te- checking temperatures. Could be a thing. I don't know. I uh, don't know that uh, magnetometers actually check temperatures also, but hey, I don't make magnetometers for a living. So there's that. But ouch. Um, So the second one I'd mentioned was Airbnb experiences. So if you'd want to hear from somebody that actually hosts a hair, hair B&B, an Airbnb experience that they've had to pivot with or um, even, I know, well, I'm not going to even ask y'all that because I already know that's something I'm going to do. But if you'd want to speak with or hear from somebody that um, is actually doing one of those Airbnb experiences, because I'm pretty sure one of them I'll answer, um, let me know and I'll do the work. Or with moving abroad, if you would want to have someone come and discuss what you can do so that you would be better prepared to move abroad, or if you'd like to hear from someone who's going through the process of moving abroad, or if you would want to speak to someone who has moved abroad, let me know. 
or if you would want to hear from or speak to someone who has recently taken a road trip, let me know. So those are your four. Digital platforms, Airbnb experiences, moving abroad, and road trips. This is like the interactive episode here. If you would like to hear one or the other, shoot me an email. You're going to email dcarry at travelandshippodcast.com. It's that simple. Travelandship, I mean, dcarry, D-C-A-R-R-I-E at travelandshippodcast.com. And let me know which one of the topics you want to hear in a future episode. And also, if you just have something in particular that isn't pertaining to this that you wanted to hear in the episode, you could throw that in there too. But in the in this, this is what I want from you from this episode. Shoot me an email and let me know what you want to see because I want to do something that you absolutely want to hear about. Like that's part of where um, it's, it's part of what the community I'm trying to build here is, is that I would love to get um, more input from you guys. And I would love to be doing things that you guys are actually interested in. Cause I know what's on my mind. I know what's on my spirit to talk about, but I also want it to be something that you guys are interested in. So I've, found different things and different ways to keep. And then I'm also not one of those people that really gets bored easily. It's very difficult for me to get bored. Like there's always something going on in my mind or something that I could replay or think about. And then internet, if I can find the internet, if I have access to the internet, I'm absolutely going to be able to entertain myself. I've always been able to entertain myself. My, I don't know if you're still there or not, but that's when you can chime in. I can stay busy. It ain't hard. So, but that's me. That's my little secret superpower, secret superpower. I don't know about y'all. So I can figure something out to discuss with y'all, but I absolutely want this to always be something that you guys want to hear about. So those are the things that I found really interesting. And those are the things that have been getting my attention the past couple of weeks. So I would like to hear if you would like to expound on any of those topics. So I think this is the first time that I've said this is going to be a quick one, and it was actually a quick one. So that's it, y'all. That's what I came to say this week. So um, if you've liked this episode or any other episode, please feel free to subscribe to the the podcast on whatever platform that you listen. Um, Also, leave a review. When you leave a review, it makes it a lot easier for other people to see the podcast and to help the podcast grow. So that is absolutely a free way for you to support me. And um, yeah, I appreciate you guys. I really do. I show up every week for use and um, it feels good. It feels good to be of service in that way to you. So um, all right, I will see you all next week. And don't forget that travel is more than vacation. Bye.